killed Lime a long time ago. She decaying, even her skeleton old. Shorty said, I'm electrifying. I'm gonna put that dick in her belly and bolt. Oh my God! <laughs>
stuff feels a little different. Stuff feels different. Obviously, I'm like obviously like I'm working and being older, but also like you get. I started. I had. I, I gotten used to my sort of lifestyle in the city here, so it was a little different being back in the suburbs in the south. But yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, uh, my main goal on any break is to just like decompress and like be able to pull back from things. And I mean. You know, people want to spend time with you, obviously. Your family wants to spend time with you, which is fine. It's fun. But, you know, I was yeah, able to get some time just to just not do anything, which is what I needed. I mean, I think what anyone wants sometimes during a break is just doing nothing. Feels good sometimes. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, like, would you say the hierarchy of power in the Ramdas uh, household has changed? What? <laughs> you know, the hierarchy of power. Hierarchy of power. <laughs> Not really. I mean, like, not really. I mean, I'm more like I've, I'm more independent than I was, I but I mean, like, folks, folks, I don't know. I don't when I'm home, got, I don't think he got the reference. I know I did get the reference. It's <laughs> The Rock. Yeah, but it's it is, um, it is time for India versus, versus Pakistan. Pakistan. Um, we beat and, Pakistan in that match he was talking about, but oh, I don't really right, think right. it matters because Pakistan made it to the finals of that tournament. Oh. They lost to England. But, oh come on! That's that's not right. It's coming home. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's terrible. And come on, the amount of stuff that they put Pakistan in. We lost to England in the semifinals, and then they beat Pakistan in the finals. So that's so brutal. Wow. Really okay. rough time for the Indian Pakistan partition duo. So I understand. I mean, at least in, at least England didn't beat the U.S. in the World Cup. We drew them, and in my <laughs> book, we beat them. That's fu- it's funny. The reason, like, people like some people, like, I feel like didn't understand like why we were celebrating a draw. People thought we were gonna like get beat bad. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they thought we were gonna get blown out. Us drawing them is so Iran pretty easily. Yeah, granted, their Iran's goalie got like injured, like, I think, like, pretty early on, but they they like on paper just looked to be like just choke us. And I, I mean, we did pretty good. We almost oh, scored, yeah. we almost, you know. Did a good job. And then the boys beat Iran. No, so the coach really wanted to choke it away, but they did it. So like people are like, you know, obviously there's like the meme of like the, the you know the meme of the guy on like the third place part of the podium, or not mm-hmm. even third place in this case, like you know, way lower than that, like yeah, <laughs> celebrating and you know, losing we his mind for just but I think the reason it's because like I mean. I like to meme on the U.S. team just because, like, I respect I pull which is very good, but like the fact that people talk about him as like the LeBron James of mm-hmm. soccer is so stupid. He's, no he, he's our he's our boy though. He's Captain America. He so. is our boy. I mean, for yeah. sure. But like people overrate him. I think hard, obviously, because he is our boy. But <laughs> not of course. Yeah. But it's cool because I think a lot of our North American or North Central America, South America, you know. And those two continents, you know, people were probably like, you know, Mexico and Canada were probably memeing the hell out of U.S. Team USA fans who were like, ah, oh, we're going to do better than you guys. And neither of those teams made it out of groups. Yeah, because we are the supreme of the three. <laughs> That's American I mean, excellence, cool that, baby. It's valuable that they made it to knockouts because I think on paper, like, you know, I'm not trying to pull some, you know, eugenics gene pool talk here, but... Uh, I, I, <laughs> if you look at the potential 
athletes, right? Like, yeah. I, we, you know, people every time the World Cup comes around, you see these stupid photoshops of like an NFL player or an NBA player in like a soccer jersey, and they're like, oh, imagine if they played, and it's dumb. But like, there is like something to say. Imagine someone with this potential athletic ability. Imagine if they had dedicated their time to soccer instead. Mm-hmm. How good could they have been? How good could the talent pool be? And I think we have like the athletes, like the raw athletes that at least have, I'm not saying like we have the athletes to compete with some of these other powerhouse countries, but I do think we have like on like an athletic prowess level, I do think we have the potential. It's just a lot of those kids aren't going to choose to play soccer. They're going to play soccer maybe growing up, but then inevitably it feels like they pick up a basketball, a football, a a baseball even, or a hockey perhaps. So stuff like that, like there's young kids who are like, you know, in their early years under 10 or maybe in their like early teens, like maybe just turning 13 and like they play soccer and like seeing stuff like this might give them a renewed commitment to it, you know? So I think it's valuable in a long-term way, you know, like Mm -hmm. to like, you know, expanding. Helping grow the game in the U S and everything. Yeah. And there's a lot of people here who play it, but the problem is sort of like that pipeline to like the professional level. And then on top of that, in the U.S., I think we have institutional problems because, mm-hmm. and I can't speak to other countries because I just don't know, but, like, youth sports is, like, very pay-to-win in the yeah, United of States. Yeah. Like, AAU basketball, you played travel baseball, right? Uh, well, no, nah, I did Connie Mack, so kind of, but I, I didn't do, like, any, like, the like high, high travel teams. But I assume that. you're at least aware of that world and how expensive Oh, yeah, of course, is. yeah. You travel baseball gets expensive. So mm-hmm. it's soccer is no different. Like youth teams that travel around, it's expensive to get those memberships to join or to pay for all the trips or pay for the or pay the fees that you know the club uses to cover the trip. So, you know, it's difficult because because in the US there's not as much of the like the stories you hear about some of the other great soccer players who are like, oh, they were playing like barefoot on the street with their friends and someone like saw them, you know, like mm-hmm. That the, you hear those stories sometimes in U.S. sports about the person who had like nothing who gets to be something, but I think in soccer in particular in the U.S. it's just. I mean, there. I think I think there's multiple NFL players, and this is like why this is a good thing. You know, like Snoop's like flag football league, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's like multiple NFL players that played in that when they were younger, and Snoop's flag football league is meant to like give access to people that kids something can't really typically. Yeah, they for people that can't typically afford to pay like league dues and things like that. Yeah, so more of that would be good for soccer, and hopefully mm-hmm. the success of the U.S. team on an international stage can be catalyst for that. Wasn't planning on getting into soccer talk or football. I don't really care. It's called soccer. It's soccer now. No, it's soccer now. Don't worry. It's soccer. Now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's kind of my opinion on it. The World Cup's cool though, uh, aside from the fact it's in Qatar and FIFA. And Qatar are both scummy organizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, but you know, like, hey, we, you know, let's just go there and show them American excellence, baby. <laughs> oh, shout out to Tyler Adams, who's like the captain of the U.S. squad. He's like super young, dude, which is mm-hmm. wild. I guess in my head, I just assumed it'd be Pulisic because he's like high profile. Yeah. Good. Not to say Adams isn't, but like, I'm pretty sure Tyler Adams is like in his early, like very early twenties or something. Yeah. I mean, it's okay because we all know like athlete shelf lives. Yeah, we all know athlete shelf lives like that. 
33 years old and it might be time to wrap it up so yeah but 23 is still like impressively yeah, that's pretty crazy i mean then i got a post which is 24 so yeah that's pretty so. crazy is, is he really only 24 yeah but soccer you start playing at such a young age no of course yeah that's just crazy to think about wow okay it's not like other pro sports in america where it's like you have to go to college for x amount of years and <laughs> soccer it's always been you're 16 fuck it you ball mm-hmm. let's go absolutely yeah I think actually there was a play. I think some team in the Premier League had like a 16, like a really, like a super young guy, like play some minutes for them. I think it was like as a sub and they were like blowing out or getting blown out. But like, mm-hmm. that's wild to be, to be like a pro player at that age is crazy. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Now, yeah. It's absurd. But shout out to USA. Shout out to them. Uh, keep going. Good luck in the tournament. I'm we're sure they're listening to this. I'm sure they'll hear this. I'm sure you'll hear this, guys, if you're listening. <laughs> do do a good job out there. Beat Netherlands. Yeah, absolutely. Beat Netherlands, please. Sir. But no. sort of to circle back a little bit. Well, actually, before even that, how was your Thanksgiving? Was it relaxing? <laughs> I assume you went home. Right? It was good. Saw my family in Jersey. Um, what can I really Your parents say? go down to Jersey, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, we all went to Jersey. It was good. Um, only one big argument happened. So, you know, we'll call that a dub. That's <laughs> honestly a dub. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the Italian side. Well, that's a good, that was a good night. So, um, good job. You know, we did it. Uh, yeah, we went to like this Thanksgiving uh, potluck thing with some like family friends. And I wasn't the, the parents that were talking or whatever separately because the rest, all these like families have like, kids but they're like in their early 20s or whatever so we usually all just chat on our own but apparently mm-hmm. there was like some uh, parental arguments about uh, I don't know awesome Indian Love politics so. Love it. What like pro anti Modi? Yeah, essentially and I think it boiled down to like one guy was trying to talk about how like stuff Modi did was like really bad for like the middle class and poor people mm. and the other guy was like, yeah, they only have to struggle for a couple of days. This has a much bigger impact that's valuable. And it was really funny because, like, the guy who was arguing that, like, you know, it's okay that what he did inconvenienced lower middle class down people because of this bigger impact or whatever. He was arguing with a guy who, from my knowledge, like, his background was, like, he was he's, like, from some, like, tiny, small village in India, was really mm. poor growing up. And, like, yeah. you know eventually worked his way up to a position where he could come and live in the States. And it was just really funny watching a guy who had not gone through that talk about how it worked. No, of course. Yeah, Somebody's kind of started in like a more elevated position. They're just sitting here. Look, I know poor people. They were doing okay. They would do it again if it meant helping this country. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, you know, I would definitely like, you know, Look, I four dollars in gas, people complain. Eight dollars in gas, that's a sacrifice I'll pay for this country. <laughs> um, but I'm glad to hear there wasn't much strife at yours. And it was just I assume like the textbook. Yeah. Just nice was, family time. Watch some football, I guess. Yeah. You won the turkey bowl. I did win my turkey bowl with my friends, yeah. Yeah. I was the winning quarterback too, you know. Oh, nice. Someone's nice gotta throws. call you up. Yeah, it's some nice throws in the first half. Uh, I, I got the tape for uh, the XFL in case you need to see it. You got the tape? Nice. I got the tape. Wait, why were you the quarterback? Uh, That's because... a, feel like a primary position for you. 
It's not, no. <laughs> it's just how things worked out. Like, it, it, it was like we looked at the options and we went, yeah, it's probably Aiden. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's not like, it's like how many people were on your team? Three people? It's just me and two other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like they got like, yeah, man, we got to do some tryouts here. It's like there's three of us and two of us don't think we could throw. So you were exactly. And like my, my other friend, he, he actually, so he probably would have taken some reps at quarterback for us. But he like jammed his finger early in the game, like on like the oh first no, drive. and he was the like two quarterback system. Yeah, he was like, I can like barely catch at this point, so I need you to like be quarterback the rest. Of the Did game. he just play like a decoy receiver role at that point? No, he he can still catch, but he had to like um, he had to kind of like I had to like take something off the throws for him. Oh, he had to take off a little bit on the can and yeah, I see exactly. Yeah, young um, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I had to. I had to like make my throws seem pretty light for him to catch things. So, um, but you know, we, we, we pulled out the dub. We did it. Congrats. It's, it's an honor really to have like a, a co-host who's a, a championship winning quarterback. Of course, man. You know, man, a lot of you bitches out there can't relate. <laughs> Thick with the ring. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. What do you get for winning the Turkey bowl? Just bragging rights until next just bragging rights for the next year. Yeah. yeah, is just gonna come up casually in conversation. Um, I'll, I'll bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just bragging rights for a year, and then next year you hope you repeat. You know, probably sure. different team, but you hope you're one of the winners again. Of course. Yeah, but well. what I was sort of gonna, what I was setting up to is, you know, I went home, you hung out with, you went home, hung out with family as well. But yeah. something that I'm sure we both did. I mean, I could definitely say I did quite a bit of during, I guess, the holiday season slash break. Mm-hmm. I had quite a bit of Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I definitely did too. That was a Especially good part of my break back for me. Um, <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm, you wait, wait. Who drove you? No, I we took the train back to the. Oh, oh wait, did you at least? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Duh. yeah. So you both took the train fast. down to like Charlotte, and then she got picked up from there. Yeah, and, pretty much. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that's a nice, nice, uh, long train ride to engage in the new world of. Uh, the new worlds of Paldia in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, if you're listening and you've never I, played sorry, a Pokemon game. Before we even get into it, I was just thinking of like the sight of like Elisa being like, Babe, talk to me. I'm bored on the train. And then you being like, I just caught a Fido. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually doing her med school stuff, like studying. Sure, it was sure really, I felt really stuff. bad because he was like studying. And I'm sitting here just like, catching shit and running around and having a great time like babe babe look what i caught look what i caught <laughs> yeah, literally i literally did that a couple of times I'm like oh look at this babe quacks needs involved <laughs> meanwhile she's learning about fucking cardio like heart shit that i can't pronounce cardiomyopathy or whatever gotcha okay That's why'd you say gotcha like you do it but, well, I, no, I meant gotcha. Like, I understand she's doing yeah, I thought you were stuff. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember learning about that. Yeah, what was it? Cardiomyopathy? I think so, yeah. Sure, yeah, obviously. <laughs> sure, yeah, totally. It's when your cardio is myopic. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I got nothing for that one, bro. <laughs> but, so, yeah, you're saying, though. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And if you've not played a Pokemon game or played one in a while, these are interesting games to talk about because you you will listen to us talk about them and you will probably not be able to tell 
Actually, no, you'll hear us talk about it, and frankly, you might think we hate these games, and, like, we would recommend no one ever buy them. But then, like, we will also say, oh, you should totally play these games. Yeah, no, 100%. But I think, I think for me, I think you'll get the vibe that I clearly am saying everything from, like, a place of, like, love here. Like, everything. Well, it's the like, I do really talk about online, because there's so many people, like, I'll get TikToks where, like... I saw like a great one. I think it really encapsulated sort of a general opinion that people have where it's like someone will ask you about the game and you'll like list off all the broken or buggy problems or whatever. And yeah. then the person will be like, oh, so I shouldn't get the game. And then you're just like, oh, absolutely not. These games are fun as fuck. I would totally yeah, go buy both them. of them. Yeah, like, come on. yeah so like, that's like the, the vibe of this. We'll just start there is like these games. It's hard to recommend because you do have to understand you are getting into a bit of a mess for 60 bucks. But it is probably the, some of the most fun I have had with a Pokemon title in a while. No, I, I absolutely agree. Um, first of all, here's the thing. People complain about bugs. They complain about glitches. I'm pro bugs and glitches in video games. I'm pro <laughs> bugs and glitches. Like, they're funny. But the issue with Scarlet and Violet is they perform bad yes yes no that's that's a bigger issue the frame rate stuff and like the fact that just like oh my god the the frame rate is absurd at some points in the game if you get into like a forest with like a bunch of trees Mm -hmm. or i've heard uh this the the, i haven't gotten to this part of the region but like the more northern areas with like a bunch of snow and stuff oh my god there's a lot of stuff going on screen the frame rate suffers the the game yeah you're right the game runs like piss like absolutely it's terrible like it's lagging in cutscenes, man. Like, yes. <laughs> like you've probably seen that. You'll see the memes online of like, because the game takes like a big part of it is like you're like a student and like your classmates in the background will be like kicking their legs at like four FPS, mm-hmm. and it looks like stop motion. Like it doesn't even look like a leg kick. Like someone's swinging their legs see, at but, their desk. But again, they made these games for me. I love stop motion. So... <laughs> Oh yeah, stop motion. Anytime there's like characters in the distance, they walk really choppy until you yeah. get closer. Again, they made the game for me. The <laughs> like stop motion Pokemon game. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bugs and glitches. They're funny. Like they're actually there. There's so many great ones online of like people like the Pokemon like falling into a river or like with the oh, uh, absolutely the quote unquote multiplayer stuff. Like the way you're the people who are visiting you in your game could like bug out. <laughs> or when you're I... riding the Pokemon and like the Pokemon doesn't show up, so for a little bit you're just riding like nothing. <laughs> it's just an oh yeah, I, I, that's happened to me a few times. I love when that happens. Just uh, like on nothing, it just. <laughs> Yeah, the game definitely it lacks polish. To say the oh, least. Yeah, no, it's it, it it is possibly like the least one of the least polished video games I've seen since like Big Rigs over the rail racing. If you know what that is. God. Have you ever seen Wait, Big Rigs? No. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, that's a reference I'll have to send to you later. It's nuts. It's it's not as bad as like a cyberpunk. I think in terms of how because like the game still plays. Yeah. cyberpunk is like from what i've heard the game itself is actually and like they've patched it up pretty well it's good now like apparently it's 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 super good apparently like it's crazy um but it just took ages for them to get it there because it came out unfinished as all hell yeah it's like it at launch it was unplayable like genuinely it was broken yeah especially on certain Um, systems too yeah so this is less broken than cyberpunk i would say but it's it's 
it's still very poorly. It runs very poorly. Very, yeah, very poorly. and the excuse of, oh, well, it's a Nintendo Switch, that doesn't fly to me. Because yeah. Breath no, I mean, of the Wild, like, one I, I was going to say, two. Breath of the Wild is, like, the easiest one to, like, always point to. It's also um, Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade, too, as well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Breath of the Wild came out at system launch, and when I play Breath of the Wild, I can probably count on, like, one hand the amount of times where I've seen, like, frames drop, you know? It's like, optimization. It, it's, this yeah. game just clearly has not been optimized. It, I, I assume they're working on patches and stuff, and eventually this game but, will get to a more stable place. But, but also, maybe they're not. <laughs> they might not be. Maybe they don't care, which uh, honestly... I don't think there's bad. been a patch yet. No, there hasn't been. At least not one that I've seen. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because we're talking about all this stuff and like some of these funny bugs and like performance issues. I can also complain about there's a few quality of life things, like little details, like the, some of the detail stuff is where they missed too. Like, and it's weird because it's stuff that existed in other games, like in Pokemon Legends Arceus, like a small one I noticed is when a Pokemon gets put to sleep, they would like it close its eyes. Yes, I noticed. It does. They do not do that in this game. And it's yeah, really their eyes funny. are wide open <laughs> when they're asleep. Every Pokemon is a freak <laughs> that sleeps with their eyes open. Yeah, which is really funny. I've noticed that too. I think that's really funny. The Pokemon following you stuff is okay though sometimes a little all over the place yeah i i agree i i think it's 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 better than it was in like sword and shield sword and shield is bad (laughs) yeah sword and shield is very broken and it was like the the pokemon following you around is very poorly done um i think it's better than it was there and i think like i i would say Arceus is probably the smoothest that i've seen it being like it's weird because Arceus is honestly less of a mess than what this is i mean granted yeah a little Arceus smaller at scale yeah, Arceus, well, that's the big thing, too. It is much smaller in scale. Arceus still has some, like, frame rate stuff occasionally, but it's not. And, like, when you see things in the distance, like, you see every texture imaginable, you know, that game. That's, but like, they, a big it, issue it with Game well, Freak though. in general is they don't, they yeah. load, the, the way they do map loading is so weird. Like, I don't know why they feel like the whole map has to be in at once. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can, like, load it, in, you can load it in chunks, but load it in such a way in chunks that no one ever sees the loading happen. Yeah, but they're they're not. I I think this is like their biggest issue right now. They were so used to developing in two D, and they were killer at it. They were so good at yeah. Their pixel art, some of the best. Yeah. yeah, they they were incredible at making like really sharp, clean two D games. I think switching to three D, they still just don't have their bearings on it completely. They, I think they're close. Like I think yeah, I think they're getting this. Yeah. I'll say they're getting there on a gameplay sense. They're they're still working on the performance aspect. That's what they need to improve. And the gameplay, issue is the correct response is, oh, well, they should take more times with the games. And I agree. They should yes. frankly wait. We don't need a new release every year. But the yeah, problem absolutely. is they make so much money pumping out games with subpar performance and some of these issues, and it works. Mm-hmm. And what's annoying is like, the stuff that keeps people around, like the gameplay aspect, they kind of nailed it to me on this one. From oh, absolutely. Play, yeah, like, it's yeah, so fun. Performance and glitches are definitely a big deterrent. But if we talk about like just playing the game, it's fun. Yeah, and they got absolutely. it right. And the, I guarantee you they're going to just like gradually patch the game. And people are going to just be... Because people are still playing it because they're having a lot of fun with the gameplay. Yeah. Definitely. And that's kind of, we've seen a lot, of, we've seen that trend in game in like a lot of games, right? Release it subpar and just patch it together later. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like. Yeah. But I no, will definitely. say, 
they have definitely done a the gameplay stuff they got right. Like it is very fun to play. One hundred percent. It like it it is the most fun I've had with one of their games in a long time. Like yeah, I'd say Legends Arceus is probably second. Yeah. No. Of- yeah. Yeah. Like I would say. If I'm talking about, and I'm, I'm going to count like Legends Arceus kind of like a side thing when I say this. If we do mainline games, yeah. Yeah, if we're talking about just like mainline adventures, I think it's the most fun I've had with one, honestly, since like Emerald or like Diamond and Pearl, like all the way back. I liked Black and White, so maybe I'd say since Black and White. But... You, you see, I never played Black and White 2. And uh, I, think if I, if, I think if I did, I would probably agree with you, but... I never got around to that one. Yeah, X and like I, I never got a 3DS, so I never really played X and Y, which I think the retrospective on X and Y has been kind to it. I will say I think X and Y got screwed over because I think they had a plan for a third game, Z. Yeah, and then it just never happened. <laughs> and I've heard Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are good. Yeah. I played them. Yeah, I never did Ultra I never did Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun, Sun and Moon. Um, yeah. but I've heard that but- I've heard they're fine. They've nailed a lot of stuff here. So let's actually talk about what works a little bit. Uh, we yeah. might have to take a quick interlude, but uh, actually, yeah, we'll do that. We'll take a little interlude. Uh, and little then we'll talk about the good stuff. We'll talk about like what works. I feel like we've ragged on how unfinished it is and how that, frankly, Game Freaking Pokemon Company, they can do better. Pokemon Company has the money and they could make people wait like an extra year for this game. Maybe release have like a, te- a smaller team to do like dlc content for legend mm-hmm. rcs or release like some side content or whatever mm-hmm. but i think you deal with a lot better yeah. bra- and the thing is obviously this is a franchise for kids but i do think they could have put out a better game if they literally had waited another year i agree even like six more months probably just yeah, like, not even a whole yeah. year six months it probably just comes stuff out to work on the performance issues at this point like but yeah but yeah we'll, we'll talk about on the other side though Okay, we're back after a little break. So let's talk about what works in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because stuff does work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you go first because you've had more time to, I think you've played more of the game than I have up until this point. So I think you might be, you know. Yeah. So these are kind of like, here's what I'd say, like the big things that work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, one, the variety of what you do in the game. They've added more different things. Like, they've added different things to story mode than typically you would have in the game. They've added more features and, like, different types of gameplay mm-hmm. that I think are interesting. And I think that they're fun overall. Um, I think the core gameplay is good. And I think that the story itself with the whole open world, even with the open world thing, making things a little bit looser, is, like, pretty fun. And I think that, like, them putting you in like a school for trainers and like kind of like adjusting how like the elite four and the Pokemon League kind of like work and everything is fun too. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the school because I think the trainer school mm-hmm. existed before in Pokemon, yeah. but it was kind of depicted as a place for like the little kid NPCs or even like the NPCs who are around your age but were like dumber than you. Like you were kind of like yeah. you still are. You were too good. You were too cool for school. Absolutely. Yeah, people still do treat you like a prodigy, but I do like the use of the school in this game mm-hmm. is sort of like it's something you participated in because your character is younger but what i also like is like and i think it's funny there's some people who don't like this i find it funny is you will fight traders who are students but their ages will vary drastically yes yes they, they'll be like little kids they'll be traders who look like they're about your character's age and then there's like adults and old people which i think is fun yeah. because like realistically anyone can go to school at any age you're never too old to learn 
Yeah, no, right? and I like I, the idea of like these elderly students, elderly people who are like, "Hey, I want to go back and learn about Pokemon and be a student." Yeah, I'm gonna become a Pokemon master at age seventy. I respect exactly, that. and I think that's kind of the, that's something the franchise seems to try and tout is like as much as it's a kid's product, it's like you're never too old to be a trainer, to want to be a master, to want to be the very best. So I think it is funny, and it is like a little gag, and I think it's kind mm-hmm. of funny. yeah. I think kind of going into that too. I think that. Um, a lot of the writing and things like that. And like, I think the characters too in this one are particularly like charming. This game is funny. Yeah, it's yeah. also funny. It, it Like there are really funny moments. Not just the glitches and bugs. There are some animation yeah. quirks that make it funny, but. Yeah, whoever, like the writing team, the localization team, they crushed it. Like there, there's a lot of action. I will push back a little bit. Uh, a character asks you what Chugi means. That did not need to be in the game. I did not need that. I do remember that. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, I was like, that was maybe the worst the writing got. Yeah, I was like, that's too far. It's been, it's pretty good. Yeah, like you, the soft. You've met Clive already, right? No, Clive is such a he's so funny. He's so funny. He's funny. Yeah, there's there's one character that essentially like the principal equivalent of your school. He's like the headmaster. I think is what they call him. Yeah, yeah, he's like the headmaster of it. He should like you're going to like go face these like uh like the bad guys in the game essentially who are just school bullies by the way if we're being yeah. completely honest which is which is charming too um and he wants to help infiltrate them so what he does is that he like instead of having his old man, man hair he essentially has like an Elvis haircut wig that he just puts on top of him and he goes like. My name's Clive. I'm like 12 years old. And you're, like, I would like to help. <laughs> I would like to help. He still has his beard and everything. It's really a low effort disguise, if we're being it's, honest. It's so funny. I, I, like, he, he, he kills me when he's Clive. Yeah, Clive his name is like Clavel or something, right? So it's yeah. not even that awesome. It's not even like a big switch. Also, the game Director. does not pretend that you don't understand his disguise is bad. There's multiple yes. times when you like see him and you have dialogue options and you can literally refer to him as uh, Director or yeah. Headmaster Clavel because like mm-hmm. they expect you to figure yeah. out pretty quickly. that. So it's not like, oh, this game is meant for... I mean, it, it's meant for kids, but it's not like one of those, oh, they know their players or kids are not going to notice it. The game's like... No, we expect you to frankly yeah. figure this out. You can either play along or call it out if you'd like. I, I kept up the bit for me personally. Every time he showed up, I'd just be like, Clive! And then like, <laughs> when he eventually reveals it to you, I was like, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally shocked. I had no idea. <laughs> um, so, but like, I, I agree. Yeah. I do like the story structure of this game where it's sort of essentially the game is comprised of three quest lines. They call mm-hmm. them story paths which is yeah. a little bit of a weird way to refer to it because it's not like you can pick one of them. You have to do all three of them. Um, but there's three different, essentially, main story arcs that comprise what you could call the main story of the game. But the games, the name of the game is it's open, do whatever you want. And true to that, three storylines that you can work on at varying speeds or you could just not touch, frankly, and no one's going to check you on it. Yeah. The, in my opinion, the most engaging storyline is what you get with Arvin, which he's the a... The Titan Pokemon storyline yeah. is probably the best from a story perspective. To yeah. Me. And, like, his his whole character arc, I think, is actually, like, pretty good. Um, and, yeah. like, there's there's stuff that happens after Masaki will get to that I think, like, kind of, like, really... Like, it, it's, like, it's really strong for, like, the writing that, that you would typically have in the series, like, where they 
typically when you really have like yeah depending on the version of the game you get arvin has mommy or daddy issues yes true i think that i think they actually do a pretty good job of kind of like resolving it in a way that's like kind like not the most obvious way you know like two good rivals if you want to call arvin a rival arvin and the mona uh, they're both different types of rivals. The Mona is more battle focused, and her whole shtick is she just loves battling and she wants to fight you all the time. But she's like, yeah. but in like a friendly way. People yeah. are like, people think like they can't tell if she's into you as the main character or she just wants to fight you. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of wondering if she was grooming me or not too. She's definitely older than your character. It's older than she. Everyone's taller than you in this game. It's fuck out of funny, honestly. I mean that you see, you notice that I don't because that's just my life <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> So I, I, I was just like, oh, this is business as usual. Yeah, but I thought Nomoto was charming. I know some people find her annoying, but I thought she I was, like I thought it was charming that she just, and she like wants you to succeed too. She's very yeah. happy yeah. when you, you like beat her or you do well. Like she finds it very exciting. Though I will say I do miss uh, the jerk rival from a day. We haven't had a jerk rival in a while. Yeah, like the first two were absolute jerks. It's Gary Oak and it's uh, Silver. And yeah, then Gary Oak is, is chill. And then from that yeah. point, we haven't really had a jerk in a while. Gary Oak is um, just kind of a jerk to you, and like, but at the end, he kind of just admits, like, okay, yeah, you are the better trainer and everything, and like, that's Silver's fine. Silver's a thief. Silver's a literal criminal <laughs> who has his own arc. Yeah, yeah. Silver's also, the theory like of Silver. what Silver is, like, as far as yeah. like, who his parents are. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense a little bit as well, yeah. why he is the way he is. Yeah, but ever since that, we've had friendly rivals, which I, I, yeah, I think I will we say got... she is the it's... best one in a while. She's better than Hop. I think Hop yeah. is annoying as hell. Hop's annoying. I, I really didn't like Hop. And it's then annoying. I think she's better than Hal, too, from Sun and was... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't play And Sun you can flip a coin if you think they're better than Serena or not. Serena is probably carried by the fact she she's good in the anime, from what I understand, but... Mm. But yeah, I think um, he's a good rival. Yeah, I yeah, I think she's good. But I think next game, let's go back to a jerk. Let's let's get let's get a real son a of a gun in there. Man. Let's get a real son of a gun in there that really gets yeah. up, grinds your gears. You know, so, like yeah. But can I just say, like the ultimate thing in I this just throwing it all the way back to Gen One. The most masterful touch they could have added to Gary Oak. Every time he he, he leaves, he just goes smell you later. It just makes you hate him instantly. <laughs> it's like because you think it's it's stupid, it's annoying. It doesn't yeah. make sense. But he's it's, a little punk. Like, he's a bitch. Yeah, I'm exactly. my rival, Dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I've not really felt the desire to do that. I'm mean, great that no. I'm older, but also I would. If the rival was enough of a prick, I would just name them Dick. Like I don't. Yeah. But. I think yeah, we're, that's what, like kind of like Pokemon really is never known for having a great like an impressive story. But what they do with this little three story arc concept to kind of facilitate a more open experience, and generally the stories are cool. The the gym leader mm-hmm. one is just classic. It's gym leader shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arvin <laughs> one is probably the most narratively interesting, and like the evil team of this one is essentially just a bunch of bullies. But the game is very centered around this whole school concept so i think it works that it is just a group of like kind of misunderstood students right i mean i know everyone has their soft spot for like team rocket and obviously like their team plasmas and galactics were way more aggressive but like 
yeah. you know, I don't mind the being school bullies considering the game is so built around the school. Yeah, but literally at the center or one they, of the central points of the game. I do promise they will get more interesting as it goes on, though. So mm-hmm. we'll type with them is what I'd say. Um, but yeah, I'd like I think, yeah, it's it's just a fun time. I would say it's just a fun time, you know? And like, yeah. I'll say one other thing though. Well, I was going to say, I'll say one other thing for this gameplay wise too. I think this group of gym leaders is like particularly like funny and memorable and they all have like funny quirks about them. The best one, I've not even, actually, I don't know if he's the best one because I've not fought him yet. I think, shout out to Larry. Larry is the funniest concept. Larry is so funny. He's so miserable. (laughs) He's just a guy. (laughs) He's just a guy that it is his nine to five. Like he just, like every gym leader. And that's a trip because it like, I mean, obviously this game takes place in a region inspired by Spain, which you can tell very clearly but um the (laughs) the the, like in japan right like the concept of like the everyman who like just works a nine-to-five cubicle job it's like a very like there's like a very like cultural it's like it's you know what i mean like in japan like working is like a very big part of the culture it is in the u.s yeah Yeah. honestly the way people work in this country but the fact that it's just a guy who basically dresses like another day at work like it's (laughs) so funny He's the man. He's so funny. He, he, he cracked me up like when I was battling. Really like, like, yeah, I was just going to say, like, every gym leader you've ever faced is, like, so jazzed to fight you. And then, like, you know, at the end when they bring in, like, their, like, whatever, like, gimmick they have for that region, they're like, you know, time to power up. Time to, you know, it's time for my full potential. For Larry, he's just like, all right, I'm on the ropes, I guess. Like, <laughs> he's been beat too many times he, he does not care it's so funny yeah i like and i think i've seen you've seen mixed reaction to her online but i really like her name's i think iodo it's like the the youtube oh, they, oh she was also really funny yeah he's they, fucking like, hilarious they she's nailed, so they nailed the like because like she's like really cutesy and fun and like she'll say stuff like oh wow like collabing with you is really skyrocketing my subscriber numbers or yeah. whatever it's she'll like basically make these subtle references to how she <laughs> only cares about viewership and subs and then she'll like cover it up and be like oh no 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 my bad i meant like oh yeah. wow, i had a lot of fun with you and my fans really enjoyed it the and fact it, that she essentially has like a chat going on too is like yeah, it's she's, so a, funny. she's like she's an influencer who cares about her numbers a lot and yeah. most influencers do. And I like I watched this one guy play through it and he thought it was fucking hilarious because like this is just how streamers are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people who didn't like it, I mean you can just not like it, that's fine. But I feel like a lot of them felt like it was cringy because like it's true that yeah. a lot of them are yeah. like this. Also, I thought it was really funny that her gym trainers are just like her simps. Yes, that was incredible. Like, that was fucking hilarious. She she was she was basically like okay it's about me after now these people first and then each of them basically like, I would die for her. Someone like, donates five thousand dollars. Yes, I saw that. It pops up on screen. I saw that. It's like oh my god. They really, I think they really nailed the like VTuber yeah. Twitch streamer persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her. So I really That's like really her. Funny. She's I've only fought two gym leaders so far and I thought she was pretty good. Yeah, I, I know really people funny. like the uh, there is like the the hip hop gym leader. People thought she that would is so funny. It's that that one is great only because I've seen the show food clip of him doing his <laughs> battle battling her. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about gameplay. Uh, the yeah. gameplay is the best part of this game. It's mm-hmm. really good. It's really good. It is. It's really open. Good. Literally, okay. There's like a kind of lengthy tutorial. I will say. 
at the beginning. You're kind of yeah. locked in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But once you get past the tutorial stage, the game basically, like, it gives you the three arcs, and then you can do whatever you want. Literally. Yeah. You can yeah. go run to the part of the region that has the level 50, level 60, level 70 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No one's going to stop. I mean, you, you'll just get killed. Like, it's fine. Like, you'll yeah. get probably killed. The geography might stop you because you have to get the ability to navigate certain terrain. But you can go run up and get done up if you'd like. And I think that's kind of great. I do wish there was level scaling, though, because the negative is that if you go to a harder area and you manage to survive or catch something mm-hmm. and train things up, then when you come back to the areas you were technically, if you're going in chronological order or level order, if you go back to the area you're supposed to go to, you're going to kill them. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of the pro is like, oh, wow, I can literally run up and get done up, but that's kind of like a fun wrinkle because, like, I went where I wasn't supposed to. But I yeah, think that, that, that happens to me once or twice. Yeah. yeah. So scaling would have been nice on the back end, though, I think, just because... I think it does struggle a little bit because it, it, it's, it's, you know, cause then like you get super strong and then everything else becomes a K clock. So, you know, there's yeah. like, there's like a bit of tweaking maybe that could be done with how they do that. But I think that aspect is fun. It's like, literally, I just, I have two gym badges and two Titan badges, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think I have two of everything, two gym, two Titan and two team skull or team star. My bad. Team skulls from a different game. Mm-hmm. But I spent so much time just running around catching shit. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's it's just the fun to like run around. Discovering now. Pokemon yeah. is they've captured that so well. Like the if Pokemon are real, like you'd run outside and like run to a wild area and be like, I want to catch whatever I can catch. Yeah. And, and also down. something that you kind of like like you're saying to you about like I that I forgot to mention, the designs in this game for the Pokemon, best I've seen in like such a long time. I like them. I don't know yeah. if I, where I'd rank them, but I think they're pretty good. I'm I'm putting them very high up for me. Like Everyone likes Tinkaton with a yeah. big hammer. Yeah. I like, salt I love Fido. Rock. I like the salt rock man. Yes, yes. He's huge. I like Palafin. I think he's hilarious. Fido, Lechonk, Palafin. I, I just got Palafin recently. He's really funny. Yeah, he's broken, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's pretty funny. I, I like I dig the starters. I understand people's yeah. dislike of the uh, the cat one looks like a furry or the duck one's fruity. Or the by crocodile the, doesn't look as good as people wanted it to. But I think by the way, the pretty the song, the song pick the furry, just so everybody knows. I don't care. The cat looks like it's <laughs> high as fuck. The cat literally looks zooted yeah. out of its mind. I've got a, I've got a sick crocodile. He's got a furry, so I just want y'all to remember that. I, mean, I think it works out anyway, because like if I be and like I think starter wise, I think all in all, in the grand rankings of where their final forms or like where they fall as lines. Mm-hmm. I think they're okay. I, I will honestly yeah, don't think yeah. they're anything terrible. I don't think they're great. I just think they're fine, which is okay. I mean, look, I'll say this: like these aren't like my favorite group of stars. They're I think better they're all sort of solid. Yes, they are. I, I'd say they're all solid. Um, but hey, like one of my like least favorite like starter gens is Johto, and that's also my favorite. Like Heartgold and Soul Silver, like my favorite Pokemon games. I, I think, think the Gen Two starters so. get overrated a lot because of nostalgia. And Gen Two yeah. and Gen Five, Gen Five is out of good starters. Gen Five those is probably games the worst. are good. Yeah, like I think I think Gen Five has my. I think Gen Five has my least favorite group. Of yeah, Gen Five starters aren't that good, but those games are good. Yeah. So like the starter quality doesn't necessarily dictate the game, but mm-hmm. the gameplay is great. It's super open. Um, they've made tweaks to the way certain things work, like certain abilities and stuff, and I think it's added more fun 
for the competitive side of the game. Same thing with the gimmick, uh, tetra, tetralization. Terrasalization. Terrasalization. Yeah. Great competitive gimmick. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Well. Very fun. So it's a very fun, open experience. And I think it's a good game to pick up because in a way, like once you get through the, t- the tutorials there to kind of give you an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there are tutorials in the school. Like you can take little classes to learn stuff and yeah. get rewards for them as well. Yeah. But the game kind of, it gives you the kind of like a skeletal framework of how to approach things so that you can just go do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's great. You run around and you catch something like, how do I evolve this? Also, that's another thing I like. The way you evolve most Pokemon in this game is cool. Like, it's funny or it's interesting. Yeah. The best one is Mouse Hold. Yeah, so it just randomly evolves, right? Is that what it is? And then this the is joke like... is Mouse Hold, yeah. for those listening, its first form is called Tandem Mouse, which is two little mice Pokemon that are just together. Yeah. And then the way you evolve it is it will just evolve off screen. Yes. And then it's your third mouse. And its evolution is it has a family, and it's called Mouse Hold. <laughs> and the joke is the, the, the mice just had sex off screen. Yeah, yeah. which is, by the way, based. <laughs> but I think that's a hilarious evolution. No, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Like, I, I, that cracks me up that they did that. And there's some with, like, cool stories. Like, uh, there's one that's, like, called King Gambit. And, like, you can, looking at his design and kind of, like, what it's about... Mm-hmm. Like, the way you evolve it involves, like, it has to defeat other, like, leaders of its pre-evolved form. Or there's the evolution of old classic Primeape, which the premise is you use this move a certain amount of times. And then the idea is that Primeape got so angry, it died and ascended (laughs) and become, like, a ghost fighter. Yeah, which, by the way, hard, hard. (laughs) Yeah, like, they have such funny, interesting ideas behind a lot of the evolutions. And I think they're kind of getting rid of trade evolutions now. It feels like now there's like little like gimmicks it, yeah. to making things evolve, which are funny. And I think, yeah, and I think it's more interesting too. Like, than just, oh, you trade somebody and it evolves. Because it's like, why yeah. would that, re- like the logic's like the energy created by a trade. But let's be honest, why was that ever why? really? Come on. Yeah. The lonely kids were just shafted out of Gengar and <laughs> Alakazam and the champs. Yeah. If you were, if you were an only child, I'm sorry. You were, you were kind of screwed on those. <laughs> But yeah, I don't want to like eat up the whole episode just talking about Scarlet yeah. and Violet, but that's kind of my gist. It's a broken game, but it's got like some solid story beats, some pretty good characters. Yeah. And I think namely the, the central part of the game they got right is there's good Pokemon and there's great just open, let you do whatever you want stuff. And the gimmicks they've added, I think are pretty fun. And yeah, interesting and if you end great. up doing like competitive Pokemon or you battle with your friends. Yeah, I agree. Like, are there things they could have done better from that perspective? Yeah, I think the gym leaders, the way they use terrestrialization is really lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have definitely. been a little more creative, like using it to cover their weaknesses instead of just retyping a Pokemon to fit their team. That's kind of weak. Uh, yeah. Other things, uh, okay, graphically, the game's not great, but like they get random textures right. Like the mm-hmm. textures on clothing yeah. are good, the textures on some Pokemon are good. But it's not consistently good across the board, so they need to fix that. Uh, the outfit customization leaves a lot to be desired in this game. Yeah, I agree. Because the idea is give like, me more school. shirts. Give me yeah, more shirts. Yeah, you can shirts. only wear like yeah. these school uniforms. You have to like try to build a fit around it. And I don't know why they're so weird about this. They've done full customization before. They yeah, do just it in give RCS. me more shirts. They did it in Sword and Shield too, from what I understood. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I, I agree there's with like those little points. details they need to work on, and there's like the big performance stuff they need to work on. But at the core, there's a very fun game there. So if mm-hmm. you're interested, I think you'll have fun with it if you can accept all of its warts. Though, being critical of those warts is fair. I think with the fan base of this game, excluding the younger kids who just enjoy it to enjoy it, there's like a lot of, if you like this game, you're just a shell. And there's a lot of, if you hate this game, you just don't know how to enjoy things. The reality is I think you can enjoy this game and have a lot of fun with it, but it's also very much a broken game and you can expect better from a company that has the assets to do better. Mm -hmm. That's my long-winded review. I don't know what I'd give it out of 10. I don't really feel like I... Yeah. I feel like I'd give it like a seven. I like, I mean, I try to rate because for like, if I rate everything together, it's going to be like a seven because like I have to dock it points for being busted. But if I'm only looking at enjoyment, it's probably pushing like an eight or a nine. Yeah, exactly. It's like a nine on enjoyment, seven in quality is what I would say for me. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's a good from an enjoyment factor, you're pushing like a nine. You're going to have fun with it, but it is broken Mm -hmm. and buggy. So that does kind of drag it down. But I do think it's a good offering. And I think. The way that Game Freak does stuff with the Pokemon company, I think each game, this is stupid and bad practice, I will make that clear, each game is like its own iteration. So hopefully the next game, we'll see some of this stuff get cleaned up. And maybe a patch too will help clean up what's going on with Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. That ended up being a lot longer. That was definitely longer than we we thought it'd be. (laughs) But it was fun. Yeah. little nostalgia talk. Yeah. So, Masan, we have two topics on the table here. Which one do you think we should go for? I think one is going to be... I think one we can save because, like, mm-hmm. the thing that we're talking about has technically not, like, come to fruition. It's not come out yet. Okay. So maybe we wait a little bit on that. That one can come up later. Okay. That we works. have more to talk about. Right. Uh, but... So we'll go ahead and just table that. Those listening, you look like the living mystery on what that is. But the other topic, I think it will be fun to talk about because it's fun to tell people, it's fun to just yell about who should lose their job. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's nothing the American people love more. Like, if you were working, you would hate the idea of, like, people are talking about if you should get fired or not on a regular basis mm-hmm. on, like, yeah. a national the- scale. The NFL head coach, <laughs> the head coach of any sports team, has to every day hear people say that they should be fired. And Even if they're a good coach, or they have like a bad yeah. game or something. And we're going to add to that dog pile. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. America, we love doing that. Coaches, presidents, government officials mm-hmm. in general, celebrities, everyone should lose their job. But hey, don't talk about my job. I yeah, need absolutely. That. So, so we're going to go ahead and do a little hot yeah, seat con- round cons- table. Yeah, consider this, yeah, exactly, a hot seat round table, just going through and being, like, coaches. And we'll give them, like, how about we... You want to rate how hot their seat is? Maybe it's a tier list. You know what? I think it should be a tier list. Yeah, how about this? How about we put a pause on the recording real quick? We're going to make up a tier list, and then we'll come back with it. How about Yeah, that? we'll take a little break, put okay. together a yeah. tier list template, and then we're going to come back and fill it out. It's been a while since an old half and half tier list and after all that Pokemon talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we got back to a franchise we loved as kids. Let's get back to something. Let's get back to basics with the show and just do a good old tier list. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. All okay, right. We'll take a little breather and just be back, y'all.
okay so welcome back so originally we were going to do this as sort of like a round table where we were just like mm-hmm. is this couch on the hot seat how hot is their seat but thinking of a tier list i think is like aiden said uh before we started here more fun mm-hmm. and there's like a little more nuance to it right because there's levels of the hot seats so yeah aiden, if you want to go ahead and uh tell the viewers what we've concocted here obviously we will tweet yeah, out the obviously. final tier list and- picture so here's what I'd say too. This has been a year of the NFL where it's been a particular mess. And I think you can agree with Sam. Yeah, like, there's really only like, you could say maybe one or two like teams that maybe you would say stand above the rest. And even that, I wouldn't say the yeah. gap is that big. Exactly, yeah. There's only a, a few teams. Yeah. There's only a few teams that really are standing on anybody's shoulders right now. Um, so we'll see, like, but like, like, we'll see, but I think this is going to be a pretty top heavy list. That's what I'd say. So, uh, Vasant, I will need permission to share. I can't believe that you've done this to me again. Every time, every time, every time. Well, Aiden's getting the tier list pulled up, but we'll go ahead and explain the higher up on this tier list you are, the hotter the seat. Absolutely. Yeah. So you are more likely to get fired the higher up you are on this list. That makes so, scientific sense. He he's lighter. Yeah, it goes. He up. rises. He rises. Yeah. yeah. So at the top, uh, named after one of the two head coaches that's actually already been fired this season. And we thought of a better pun with his name. So yeah, Frank's red hot. So you know, um, I guess we could have also went with maybe rules rules or something, but you know. Yeah, but Frank's red hot's Frank's better. Red to hot. be. Yeah. Uh, our second tier is almost out the door. So let me say, Frank's Red Hot, they're definitely going to be fired. Like, like the firing is like as much of a guarantee as two guys on a podcast can say it is. Absolutely, yeah. Almost out the door. You're probably fired, but there's a chance. There's a chance you could stick around. There's a sliver of hope for you. Yeah. Better figure it out next year. Uh, you're probably safe, but next year you might not be. You're safe because there's an excuse keeping you around, but mm-hmm. next year, if it's still bad, you're gone. Yeah. Uh, the Marvin Lewis line, that is you are mediocrity, and you might be a head coach for 10 years because of it. Because Because you're just okay enough. He's not like your bad team's a wild card or like yeah. a good non-playoff team like that misses out by like a game or something. Yeah. He's not bad enough to fire, but there's definitely better coaches on the market. Yeah. Um, the next one is the city loves me. That is, you're basically safe, but there's still the smallest, smallest chance. Maybe there's an organizational change, you know? And the, but, like, they, everyone likes you, and you being yeah. fired is, like, the last thing on most people's minds. This is Anyone's the tier fired. where, yeah, this is the tier where it gets shocking if you're fired. And then the, the safest tier is Bill Belichick. And this, there's a bit of a tenure on this one as well. Like, you've got to yeah. be, you, you, most of the coaches in here are going to be, like, you've either been here a while or you've won a title. Absolutely, yeah. Which, by the way, Vasant, we're just going to skip over like Frank Reich and, and Matt Rule, right? Because they're both already fired. Frank Reich and Matt Rule, even though there's a tier yeah. named after Frank Reich, Frank Reich is not a coach anymore, and neither is Matt yeah. Rule. So, uh, well, Matt Rule is a coach now, apparently. Yeah, for, he's going to be Nebraska's head coach. Nebraska. Which, good, good for Matt. And Frank Reich is probably going to be an OC next year. Yeah, I would bet so. So well, we're going to rate the we're going to rate the remaining twenty eight NFL coaches. Okay. We'll just go through the pictures by order. Yeah. Starting on starting it out, Kyle Shanahan. I think the city loves me. 
I absolutely agree with the city of Boston. He's not going anywhere. There is, like, you could argue, like, the team's playing well right now. Yeah. Uh, you could argue, like, uh, if the Niners are bad. Even if the Niners were, like, not great this year, I think he would still get a year because injuries do kind of give him a bit of a cover. I do agree. Um, the fact that he lost his signage confirming his next coach is who I think it is. Um, the the fact that injuries um, have hit him in like some really key places, including his young quarterback, I think kind of gives an excuse to like, oh, maybe they won't win the Super Bowl this year, you know? But they're um, good but, this year. Anyway. But I was going to say, they're playing really great football as of late, too. Like yep. they they they've pitched three second half shutouts in a row now. That's crazy. They have one of the longer winning streaks in the league as well. They've won four games in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they have one of the best running backs in the league too. Thank you to the Panthers for sending yeah, them over to that. Yep. Um, but for the Panthers, great move, great job getting rid of that contract. You need yeah, to- Shanahan is safe. Shanahan's definitely safe, but like. There's still just that tiny little whiff of like, ah, maybe if they bought him out. Okay, like the picks, like, the draft picks haven't been the best. Yeah. And at what point do we stop giving him excuses? And that conversation was happening to begin this year, but the teams yeah. kicked it into high gear lately. So yeah. it's not really been a discussion. So, the city loves me, definitely. But, you know, yeah. it's just that little whiff of like, eh, maybe. But it would so still be shocked. Yeah. So who's next? Matt Eberflus? For the yeah, Bears? Bears head coach. He's not getting fired, probably. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I would think... say it's unlikely because he's a first-year head coach. Unless you're god awful, looking at you, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, um, unless you're god awful, you're not getting fired. And I think the yeah. team is kind of bare right now on defense and offense, aside from whatever Justin Fields can generate with his legs and arm talent. Mm-hmm. So I think he's in like the mid-tier where like he's probably not going anywhere this year. I I think he's better figure it out next year. Personally, I I would say this. I think the team would want to be playing better than they currently are yeah i think i agree like if they're this bad next year they're probably not too happy yeah they need to see improvement from this year to next year so i think better figure out next year isn't necessarily oh they better be a contender next year but they should at least probably like start trending in the right direction exactly yeah and if they don't i think he's gone but i think i think he's safe for this year as a first year head coach because he i wouldn't say i've seen like anything great out of Chicago, but I haven't seen like too much that's disastrous mm-hmm. out of there, you know? And yeah. also Justin Fields is starting to play well. So that probably gets you a little cachet as well as the head coach. But they've kind of figured out how to unlock him. And he's like stable. I think he's a defensive coach, but he's like a stable coach. Yeah, sort of his... I would say so. Uh, is, next, is that Zach Taylor? Zach Taylor. If it was the beginning of the season, I would have put him at um, almost out the door. I don't think I, Bengals fans like him enough to say the city loves him. I, I was gonna say I think he's the Marvin Lewis line, which I is very appropriate because as the <laughs> as the heir to Marvin Lewis. I agree. Yeah. I think the team's just talented enough. Yes. And he has done a better job as a coach these past few weeks. But I think people still oh. question his ability as a coach. And a lot of people probably still think he's a mediocre coach and, and that the roster he's a, him. He's a very unimaginative play caller, too. That's his biggest issue. He probably should not be calling plays anymore. Um, I mean, again, things are clicking now, and I think it's mostly due to talent. But he probably should not be doing the play calls in the game. I think he's always going to be a coach who's considered an okay coach with a great team, like a good roster. Yeah. A good talent that kind of supplements a very average coach. So I think Marvin Lewis line is – Pretty. Yeah, I think the Marvin Lewis line is kind of boring for him. Well, the Bengals, if the Bengals win a Super Bowl with him, he probably goes to the city of Lesby. But yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, Next up, Bill Sean Coach. McDermott. City loves him for sure. I'm leaning towards Bill Belichick at this point. Actually, that's true because they've been good for a while. Yeah. Like, he's done a great job there. Like, just it's – and I think he has enough cachet that, like, he has Josh Allen. He's, he's developed him into, like, one of the top quarterbacks in the, league, in the league. They're consistently at the top of the AFC. They've made deep playoff runs to the AFC Championship. They need the Super Bowl. They still need the Super Bowl. And maybe that is what keeps him out of Bill Belichick right now. But, like – I don't know. I feel like he's had enough success for a franchise that's just like perpetually cursed that he is built like the Bill Belichick equivalent right now. I don't know. Yeah, because what, what happened was they made the playoffs his first year as a wild card team with like a yeah. pretty rough quarterback room. Then they yeah. were bad the next year, which was Josh Allen's mm-hmm. rookie year. Then they made the playoffs the next year. Um, and lost to the wild card to Houston. And then the year after that, Josh Allen got like dramatically better. And they made it to the playoffs where they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And then last yeah. year, they made it to the playoffs where they lost to the Chiefs in one of the best playoff games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. And man. this year, they're really good. So I agree where I guess, like, I guess the difference between him and Shanahan is if the Niners don't go on a run, I think Shanahan's way more at risk. Yeah. Yeah. The injuries might have still protected him, which is why he's ultimately still in the city, loves me. But I think McDermott is like very bulletproof right now so i yeah bill belichick is a good place for him honestly. sounds good oh boy All you see he's up next right i think so nathaniel hacker for the denver broncos has been god awful the only thing that saves him maybe from frank's red hot is his his first year no i think he's frank's red hot i think he's that bad. yeah we could i look i'm gonna be honest with you i think he sucks yeah and i don't Oh my god a guy who quotes the office as a head coach like no fuck that <laughs> i don't want that here, I don't want this quirky. I don't need this quirked yeah. up white boy with the sauce as the head coach. Okay, but he doesn't have the sauce. Uh, he's yeah, he's, the he's absolutely he's sauceless. Boy, but... He's a dweeb. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, cool, man. I'm glad you like Star Wars. So do a lot of other people, but that doesn't mean all of them should be a head coach. Yeah, I agree. Like for me, like I think typically, like I'm hesitant to put first year coaches in the Frank's red hot. I agree with you. But I think I look at the situation, right? He's bad from, like, a management perspective. Yes, but not only that, like, they traded to go get uh, Russell Wilson. And they spent so much well, draft capital. Russell's been bad outside of the Bay Yes. But don't you think, like, the organization looks at how Russell is playing and goes, we need to make a change there, like, with the coaching before they can change they the can't quarterback. They can move Russ. His contract's yeah. too big, and they traded too much for him. But you can like, get rid of Hackett and get a better coach in theory. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like you have to try and like find the QB guru in like the offseason and to try and figure it out. So I feel like he's gone. I feel like he's like it's yeah, he's gone. Put him in Frank's right hot. You made a good yeah. case there. Like if they're gonna make a change, it's gonna be with him, probably. Thank you. I I appreciate is an interesting one for the Browns. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. The team is just in a weird place. I mean, it's not his fault that the team picked up a guy who's like a delinquent who couldn't play yeah. 11 games because he's a weirdo and a creep. No, absolutely. But I'm going to, I'm going to argue something that I think is going to be like a little harsh maybe, but I think that at this point it's true. I think he's a better figure it out next year because I think you have a had, of, had, Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, this year he has the suspension as the excuse, right? But yes. Deshaun didn't yes. play, even though their defense is what's really bad on their, their yeah. roster. Uh, it's like, oh, well, this team 
you know, our, our starting quarterback didn't play 11 games this year. Those mm-hmm. reasons, we all know them and they're bad. And frankly, of course, this podcast has made it clear that Deshaun Watson should like probably not play football for a while, if ever again. Yeah. But, you know, from a player personnel perspective, that excuse is going to buy him whatever happens this year. But I, I think you have a point that next year, if Stefanski's Browns are an upper tier AFC team, people are going to be like, oh, well, you have a quarterback and you've got the talent. Yeah. It's like what's you've got what's the, up. You've got a receiving exactly. core that's looked good this year with yeah. Jacoby Brissett. The defense is a question mark to me, but yeah, I don't know. But I, it just becomes like, what's the problem at that point? And even though it's really not his fault, I feel like yeah. that's the thing. Cause like in my head, he's a Marvin Lewis line guy. Mm-hmm. I but agree. I and, see and, from but, a management perspective yeah. where like they're gonna be like, if we're not good next year, what can we do? What I, switch I, up can we make? I 100% agree. That's like what I'm thinking. Of it. It's like it becomes just like the team hasn't been as successful as it was his first year as the head coach. And then you look at everything, and you're like, if they're continue, if they trend downward into next year as well, then it's over. Like that's just how I see it. So fair enough. Yeah, I think I think we're both settled on. I I think we're both like he should be Marvin Lewis line, but he's better figuring out next year because of the way the team has yeah. kind of pushed the chips in. Uh, Todd Bowles, I don't really have much to say about him as the Bucks coach. Uh, I don't, he's definitely, I don't think he's going to be gone. I think I do, he's a better figure it out type as well. Well, he's weird because if Tom Brady retires, then what the fuck are like? But yeah, I think what Brady does impacts his job security. If he leaves next year, then they're not going to fire. They, yeah. they, they'll either, if Brady leaves, Bowles probably might Bowles might stay just as like a you know some sort of stability as they try to figure out what to do next. That's kind of what I'm thinking. They know? could fire him to just get everything refreshed. But if Brady stays and they're not particularly like they don't make a deep playoff run this year, I could see them trying something else. Yeah. Do you, do you think he's a better figure it out? We'll put him there, even though I will say he has the weirdest seat. Yeah, I agree. Cliff. Cliff. Okay. This is a surprisingly He should one. be almost out the door, but he's being paid too fucking much. That's exactly what I was about to say. I think he's almost out the door. I personally lean that way. But, like, I, it's that contract he just got, that extension. Like, He's going to get at least another year, I think. Yeah. Like, but also, is he almost out? But like, I almost want to put him at almost out the door because even if like he does get next year, I don't think he has a full season if he starts out poorly. That's true. I guess the leash is so short. Yeah. He is almost out the door. I'd, yeah, let's put him at almost out the door. Okay. Here's so what I, I think you could say it, the almost it, factor yeah. is the contract. Exactly. Yeah. If, if the, the contract, contract wasn't there, there, he breaks red hot. Exactly. Yeah, if this was the last year of his contract and not like the first year of the extension, he's Frank's right side. It's over. Yeah. But with the situation with how much money they're giving him, he gets a start next year, but I think he's probably done before the season is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon Staley's a tough one. He's not been good this year. No. And his team is talented. Coach with a bad defense. Exactly. But his offense is very talented, but underperforming. It's an injured team. Yeah. Like, it's almost out the door slash better figure it out next year. Yeah. Because they're six and five right now. So I feel like, if, let's say, if the, okay, if the Chargers don't make the playoffs this year, they're going to fire him. I agree. 
So well, is that almost that, out the door then? Because you don't get. I, I think that's almost out the door because there there is most like it is make it or break it if he's in. The Honestly, even if they make the playoffs, but they like get knocked out pretty quickly, I could see them saying, "Okay, well, Staley okay. hasn't really yeah. done enough." Yeah, I I, I agree. The quarterback is on a rookie deal and is too young and too good for yeah. us to be like this. I guess and the team's going to get impatient and they're going to go hire Sean Payton. So. And to exactly yeah, and to watch our quarterback regress this season too. You know, and yeah, it's like you guys have they, this great quarterback, yeah. and you're giving him this shit offensive scheme where he's not able to do what he does best. He's still been good this year. Yeah, they're course, not setting him up for success at all this year. Yeah, so I think he's almost out the door. Yeah, and he's a defensive coach, and the defense is bad. I know they're yes. injured; that's a factor. But the Chargers mm-hmm. are always injured, so they expect you to figure. It out. No, absolutely. Um, Andy Reid, Reed, no discussion. Yeah. He won a Super it's, Bowl with them. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> He, he has cachet for, like, at least a few more years. Uh, Frank Reich is out. Skipping, because he's done. Who's, is that John Harbaugh? Uh, I think, no, that's Ron Rivera. Okay. Ah, yeah. he's Marvin Lewis slide for sure. Honestly, like, I feel like the city loves him. You They're know? because he... <laughs> what, you think he's fun? As someone who had him as a coach, he's, like, a really likable guy, but he's also yeah. a very mid... Generally, a mid coach. Mm-hmm. Like he coaches okay teams. This Washington football team is once again on pace to be like that surprise wild card team that'll get knocked out in the first round. That mm-hmm. is what he's good at. The team will overperform just enough to get to the playoffs, but that's usually where they run out of gas. So I think he's honestly Marvin that. Lewis. He'll get to the yeah. playoffs and then it's kaput. You've convinced me. Yeah. Mike McCarthy. Guy, oh, he's sorry. A yeah. Guy. And yeah. he's there, I think, to give some stability while they try to figure out what to do at quarterback for the future. Mm-hmm. But he is ultimately just going to like, he makes them in no man's land. They're too good to get a, a high draft pick, but they're not good enough to be like a contender. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I, I agree. That's, that's a good place. I think. Uh, Frank Reich is gone. So we got Mike. Yeah. Mike. Um, He's Marvin Lewis line because people will, they will fire him in a heartbeat, but they're absolutely good enough to protect him. Yeah, I think he, if the team was, he's borderline better figure it out next year for me because the team is kind of like stagnant in a sense on the offensive side, you know? There's not much more they could do. Mm-hmm. Their defense has been excellent. They, they're, Even their offensively, they've showed some pretty nice flashes of excellence as well. Yes, but the problem with the offense, I'd say, is like it's not getting better there. You know? It's only going to get worse unless they could get more receivers, but I don't even know if that's possible. With their exactly. The defense, though, fantastic. Dan Quinn has done an amazing job as defensive. Oh, Dan Quinn's a wizard. He's cooking. Yeah. He's, inc- he's, he's done, like, again, everybody makes fun of Dan Quinn for Atlanta and being the head coach. Right? Yeah. But he's done an amazing job as a defensive coordinator in Dallas. So I think Marvin Lewis line for him. I think he's pretty safe, but also, like, you know, you think I'm blowing yeah, out the wild I don't card? Think he's I got think. a next year mandate depending on how things go this year, yeah. but I could see it. Yeah. Um, Mike McDaniel? McDaniel? The city loves Mike McDaniel. It's Absolutely. Yeah, he's that he, man's safe. He gets the first year head coach protection that uh, Eberflus gets, and Hackett mm-hmm. would have got if he wasn't god awful. But, but he's also been yeah. good as hell. Exactly, but his team is filthy. Yeah, like he's eight and three, tie or at technically top of the division because they own the tiebreaker, mm-hmm. and he has taken. So they, what they did for him that the organization did a good job is they got him great wide receiver talent. Yeah, definitely. And he is a, such a good offensive coach 
that he is scheming around whatever Tua cannot do. Yes, and he clearly likes Tua a lot. He likes too. he likes the yeah, team. He likes Everyone his skill likes set. him on the team. Yeah. Well, what I mean is he likes a, him as a quarterback. He likes his skill set. Yeah, and he's a bit of a stoner Reddit guy, but yeah. he's liked unlike Hackett, who's like the corny internet guy. Yeah, Hackett. That's why Hackett's in the Frank's red hot. Absolutely. McDaniel's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, but I he likes Tua, and he knows how to put Tua in a position to succeed. With mm-hmm. the weapons and the stuff that they call up, so yeah, he's the city loves Mike McDaniel. The city loves that Dolphins team, absolutely. Unless you say anything bad about Tua, which I think is so weird. Like you can't <laughs> like the Dolphins and not like Tua. It has to be all of the same. I know, I know. Tua on is crazy this year, legitimately. Tua on, baby. Um, next up, Frank's Nick Sirianni, right? Yep. Nick Sirianni. He loves Nick. They're great. Absolutely. They lost one game this year. Yeah. He's fine. Okay. He doesn't have the cachet to be the Belichick tier yet. He's only in year two, but he's yeah. he's been great. He's a good coach. Yeah. He seems like a really good head coach so far. So Sirianni's getting the city loves me. Uh, Philadelphia clearly rallies behind him and they really like him. Uh, I think he's a good coach too. Yeah. I think he's, he's also a smart coach. coach. He gave up play calling last year when he realized yes. that he needed to. He gave it up because he was like, I can't focus on this and do my job as a head coach. And yes. the team got better last year when he did that because he was able to focus more on the coaching stuff, like being more of an administrator, managing the entirety mm-hmm. of the operation, and having someone who can just focus on the play calls. It helped, and I respect yeah. the hell out of being able to make that decision. Yeah, that's that that shows a lot, like be, being able to do that. He's he's definitely a good coach. So, uh, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. I think he's, he's smartest leader now, right? Yeah, he's fine. Like he's not going anywhere next year because the yeah. team needs to get their quarterback situation going. They've been better this year than expected. They're in a playoff race, so I think mm-hmm. he's been good. I agree. Oh, Brian Dable. The city well, loves Brian. The city loves Brian The greatest fat man in New York since Biggie. Absolutely, man. Oh, my God. The I city love loves him, even though the Giants are trailing off a little bit here. The it fact doesn't matter. Won, like, they won seven games. I don't think anyone had them winning seven games this year. Look, I, I said entering the season, I would be ecstatic with six. I like I'm six doing and 11 was your best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Six and eleven. I was like, that's a great season for us. If we go seven and ten, like we lose every game. I'm still like, we had it, we had a really great start, and like there's yeah. stuff to build here. The problem is the team is injured to hell at this point. The, and the secondary team is so is broken. Desperate. So whatever yeah. talent Dable was squeezing out of them, there's like nothing left. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The secondary needs to get healthy, then I think we'll get a bit more back on track. But you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The city loves Ryan Dable. He's he's so safe. Next up, Dougie P. Dougie P is fine. He's literally not going anywhere next year. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, especially after they beat the Ravens. Like he, that was a ballsy call. On, yeah, to go for two, and that was a great play call, by the way. Yeah, I think I think Doug is gonna like. Currently, he's Marvin Lewis line. I think he could transfer to City Loves Me eventually. I um, think the city likes it. He might be in City, the city Loves likes Me. It. Because he's better than Urban, you know? Like, yeah. I think that's where he's – I don't know if – yeah, I agree. Maybe it's more of, like, they like him, but they don't love him quite yet. But he's getting there. Yeah, here's why I'd say. They haven't won enough games. That's true. Like, I don't think he, they've won enough games to put him in City Loves Me, you know? Mm-hmm. But Trevor Lawrence is progressing really well. You can and tell Doug like, likes having, a, like, a, a raw quarterback he could, like, build. Absolutely. Doug loves him. And clearly, Trevor Lawrence is really responding well to it. Doug be scheming up some crazy shit, too. So, he cooking. Yeah. He be cooking sometimes. He really do be. 
So Trevor's getting better, and that's like the most important thing for this young team. Doug could finish this year on the City Loves Me, but he is currently yeah. just on the market. He's not going anywhere, though. Anywhere, yeah, he's safe. I think. He's safe. He's safe for this year. He probably doesn't get fired next year unless the team's got awful. Absolutely. Uh, Robert Sale. Sala, the City Sala. Loves Robert. Oh, they do. City loves Robbie. Let me tell you. He's, they he's are, safe. The fact they're seven and four and Zach Wilson has played football this year is incredible. Yeah. It, can I just say too, New York has three teams with three like really good head coaches, it looks like. They've they've really <laughs> gone well. Wait, wait, yeah, their three head coaches are in Bill Belichick and the other two, the the, the two newer ones are in the city loves me. Exactly. Yeah. The city loves him. They love his fire, they love his personality and mm-hmm. He looks like a good that, coach too. He's a defensive like, coach, and that yeah. defense is swarming right now. He he, and also I'll say this too: like credit to Joe Douglas, man. Great like, drafting. He, yeah, he was so patient building. Except for team, Zach Wilson, man. that's the only yeah, one. Yeah, that, that that's his biggest one, which is Zach Wilson as quarterback. And that's but, good. That might take it a little bit, but yeah. But the way he's built this roster, it just showed like he showed such patience, you know. Like, and, like, the organization, like, good for them for, like, standing by him because now it's paying off. So, I think he's got the coach. Um, he Joe Douglas has got the draft. Like, he's got the drafting prowess. He literally had a quarterback. competent quarterback. Their ceiling would be so much higher. And, again, is that guy Mike White? We'll <laughs> no, see. No, it's not. Probably not, but we'll see. You know. <laughs> can he at least be – I mean, he if he can steer the ship. He, he's gonna even Zach Wilson this year. As long as the issue with Zach Wilson is he will actively lose them games. Yes. The reason yes. they're five and two with him is because those five wins were games where he just did enough to not lose. He exactly. had some moments yeah. in them as well, but yeah. Mike White, is he like the gunslinger they need is what you wonder? Like, is that what they need to like push them? So we'll see. Or again, is it Flacco season? Like, do they just yeah. need that veteran presence? We'll see. I don't know. But, but he's been a good coach otherwise. He can't really help I Zach agree. Wilson. So yeah. Uh, Dan Campbell. Um, I have a hot take. They need to be better next year. I I agree. I think they better. I think it's a better. Like I know we all like his personality and we think he's funny, but like the rebuild after this year, they should probably get the quarterback situation figured out. They need to start trending more upwards next year. I think this year they've already started trending upwards. That yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're seeing positive signs now. Like they're they're like they've won they won like three in a row. You know, and before, and they gave the Bills a really good game too. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing good things out of a team that's had like a ta- that has a talent deficit still. Mm-hmm. So they're still working things out, but they're getting a lot better. But I think so, the trend needs to continue next year. Exactly. If things go backwards next year, he's gone. If they go forward next year, because there's a couple games this year that they should have probably won based on where they were yeah. at, and they didn't. Yeah. And the pass that he gets is that well, he's coaching a rebuilding team and it's young. But in year three of the rebuild, I think we need to start seeing those games get won. I agree. I, I definitely agree. He's um, not that. I don't look. There's a chance that they're bad next year. And he still sticks around, but I think yeah. he's like he's getting to that point of the rebuild where you got to start seeing the movement. And yeah. you're seeing what, it. Keep seeing it. But what I will say though, um, he's like so he's better figured out next year. But the city does love Dan Camp. Yeah, he's That's an true. interesting guy. Where like I yeah. think. The management is expecting, like, I think next year they need to be, like, right outside the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. If not in it. But if they're, like, another tanking team again next year, they're going to be like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. I think, uh, so next up is Matt LaFleur. He's a weird one because he's been so good. I think 
Marvin Lewis line. I think he's got like another bad year before they would fire him. He he's so weird because he this is his first bad year. He's been, they've been great under him, record yeah. wise. Yeah, but like, I guess it is that Marvin Lewis thing where like they're just always a playoff team, but they've never really pushed through. Yeah, that's. I think it is Marvin Lewis line for him. I feel bad doing it though because he's honestly been a good coach. Yeah, but you still look at like the product right now, and it's like he's not the safest. Aaron Rodgers messes him up. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, I think he gets way more time. I think so too, but we'll see. Rule's gone. Yeah, next up would be Matt Rule, but he's gone already. So uh, Belichick goes at his own tier. <laughs> Bill Belichick goes to Bill. He's Belichick literally team. not getting fired. That that team is solid <laughs> yeah. this year, despite their weird quarterback situation. Their their division is so good. They're last, and they're six and five. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so he's he's. I'll say this about Belichick: the team is is trending upwards again. They're getting better. It's the quarterback situation that's the question. Mac Jones played well against Minnesota, though. That game, they yeah, lost, yeah. But. He Mac Mac Jones has had games where he's looked good, and then he's had games where he looks just like the, the definition. Thing is, of it really doesn't operating. matter how bad the Patriots are, unless even if they're god awful, Belichick's just not going. Yeah, exactly. Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick for a reason. That's why we named the safest tier after him. He only leaves once he chooses to. Yeah. That's that's what happens there. Mc, uh, let's keep moving. McDaniels is almost out the door. The only reason he's Absolutely. not his contract's too fat, and they've literally said that it'd be too expensive to fire him. Yeah. He's almost out the door for two reasons, okay? The contract, you're right. And the second reason, Tom Brady's a free agent next year. Do the Raiders keep him around to try and get Tom Brady? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But... We'll see. I, I think he he's the definition of should be fired, but won't be fired. Yeah. Uh, Sean McVay is a Bill Belichick. He's not going to Absolutely. Anywhere. Even yeah. though the team sucks this year. They yep. got out. They went all in. They won their Super Bowl last year. He's yeah. Fine. He's fine. He's going to be there for – he has a lot of cash. He'll be there for a while. Um, that's interesting to be. I feel honestly, like I'm going to say something hot. I think Harbaugh's almost out the door. Like, I don't let me know see. how – I think he's getting to a point record. with that roster. They're still atop the AFC North. Yeah. Just they, oh, they are. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. They I, I'm, I'm thinking just losing to Jacksonville that like. But also, I still would argue, I think he might be almost out the door. It feels like they're getting stale at Baltimore. I don't think yeah. he's almost out the door, though. Like, I think, I think it's – I feel like he's getting to like – the city's maybe starting to love him a little less. I think he had that. They'd won the Super Bowl. They'd always been solid. Lamar saved his career, I think. I think. Yes, he did. But I think but Lamar. Not, not. Think, think about the clickbait of putting him in almost out the door. I feel like better figured out next year's more realistic. <laughs> Dang it, I could get but. Because I think you could make the argument yeah. that they have to do it next year because Lamar's getting franchise tagged. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like you got a year with him before he's probably gone, if he yeah. doesn't get the full time, the long term extension. So I do think the Ravens are getting to a point where with that roster, it's like time's ticking. And is the franchise really going to let Lamar go, or are they going to get him a new coach? Mm-hmm. So, so I was going to say I don't think the city loves him anymore. So I don't think he deserves. I mean, I think that's here. He's not as bulletproof as he used to be. So I think yeah. either it's Marvin Lewis or you got to figure it out next year. Yeah. I think better figured out next year is probably there. So I, I don't think he's as safe as you would think, essentially, is what I'd say. Or like what people would assume. 
Is Dennis Allen? Well, the real answer is Greg Roman is going to go first. Yeah. And that is John Harville. Yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, Dennis Allen is next. I honestly, he's not going to be around that much longer, I don't think. I think he's almost out the door. Yeah, they needed someone to take over for Sean Payton, but the yeah. team's not been that great this year. I don't think they have that much of a commitment to him. Yeah, and I they have see, like an insane I can see them trying to rotate him as a DC. Yeah, maybe. I think here's what I'd say about Dennis Allen. The, the team's been disappointing, for one thing. And they pretty much hired him because his defense played really well against Tom Brady whenever they played. Yeah, and Sean Payton left. I don't think the team's that married to him as a head coach. Yeah, and this is what I was going to say, too. There's no guarantee Tom Brady's in the division next year. So yeah. how important really is that, you know? Yeah. So I think he's on. They didn't even beat the Saints last time they played. So it's not... or, Yeah, didn't they lose, they lose Tampa Bay? They did. They've only played them once, I think. They play them again next Monday, but... If if they lose next Monday, he's moving to red hot. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's the Pete one thing. Carol is next. The Seahawks. He's Bill Belichick. He is. He's they have Belichick. overperformed immensely this year, and yeah. he's going to be a part of the rebuild. But he's good. Yeah, he's it, as long as Pete Carroll wants to stay there, he'll be there. Mike Tomlin's also Bill Belichick because the Steelers yeah. never fire coaches, and they've been me. They've been mid to mediocre, mediocre mid this year. Mm-hmm. But, like, the team is going through, like, you know, like, Ben's a terrible person who, like, rapes or sexually assaults <laughs> yes. someone. Yes, But, like, you know, as a player, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he is gone now. So it is understandable that the team is going through some growing pains trying to figure things out. Matt Canada, the OC, is gone. He's, he's red hot, yeah. He's cooked. But Tomlin, they don't fire coaches, and the organization and the team, the players seem to like him. So mm-hmm. he's fine. Lovey Smith, gone. Frank's hot, red hot. Yeah, Lovey's gone. Lovey seems like a good guy, very like well respected guy. Not, in the league, he but. was brought in. I don't even know why he was brought in to take. That's really yeah, what it feels exactly. It, it was a shock. It was so shocking when he got the head coaching job. He's like I remember the guy who like, like rebuilds with the new QB. They're gonna pick yeah. someone. They're gonna pick a fresh face to pair with their fresh faced quarterback. Yeah. So. Interested. So Lovey. I'll say this. All he I has take... to do is win next week against the Browns. That's all he needs True. to do. True. I take no pleasure in saying it, but he's red, he's red hot. That's what I would say. Yeah, love he's gone. Mike. Mike Rabel. City I loves think, me. I think the city loves Mike. Yeah. I want he... to put him at Bill Belichick, but I don't think he's had – because he, his teams are good. They, like, make the playoffs. Yeah. They make runs. So I, I think I... there's enough you... playoff losses where he's not Belichick yet. I mean, he, who is he lost to, though? I mean, the Chief. I mean, I guess you could say last year was a bit of a losing to the Bengals who they should have beat. So maybe yeah. Could have, yeah, that's fair. I think the difference is McDermott's lost to the Chiefs twice and yeah. Vrabel's lost to the Chiefs and then they lost to uh, lost to the Bengals who they should have beat. So, yeah. Seedic wise. Uh, the next up we have Kevin O'Connell. City loves Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, they they've are... been good. Despite They've Kirk been... Cousins being Kirk Cousins sometimes. Hey, hey, hey. That's Perk Thuggins to you, baby. Okay. He's in the Mike McDaniel situation where, like, it's a first-year yeah. head coach whose team is playing really well, so he's going to yeah, be bulletproof on that alone. Yeah. And um, that's the yeah, no, I, I agree. So I think we're set here with this tier list. Yeah, I'm so just to recap it for you guys, Frank, uh, we'll start from the Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick tier is Mike Tomlin, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, Bill Belichick himself. Andy Reid and Sean McDermott, no particular order. Mm-hmm. Then the city loves me, Kevin O'Connell, 
of the Vikings, Mike Vrabel, Titans, Robert Sala, Jets, Brian Dable, G-Men, Nick Sirianni, Eagles, Mike McDaniel, Dolphins, Kyle Shanahan, Niners. The Marvin Lewis line of good but not great, uh, it's, it feels like. LaFleur, man, he's such a weird placement to me, but LaFleur, Dougie P, Arthur Smith, Falcons. I don't know. I'm doing this so inconsistently. Mike McCarthy, Ron Rivera, Zach Taylor. If you want to know the teams, let them off. Better figure it out next year. Surprising hot take on John Harbaugh, I think. That's a clickbait, baby. We love it. That's a clickbait. <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell, Todd Bowles, Kevin Stavansky, uh, and Matt Eberflus. Almost out the door. Josh McDaniels, uh, Dennis Allen, Brandon Staley, Cliff Kingsbury, and Frank's Red Hot, Lovey Smith, and that Daniel Hackett. And that is our full tier list of coach hot seats. If you disagree, make your own. Tell us, tell yeah, us what we'd, love to see, we'd love to see it if you want to. I know that John Harbaugh was going to piss people off, but I honestly, I do. I, do I think, think it's. Look, I, again, I was arguing for almost out the door. So I like, you do look at the city loves me and the people in the Bill Belichick tier. They're like almost Super Bowl coaches, or they're close. Yeah, exactly. How many coaches? I was. It's yeah. I was gonna say four out of the no five out of the six of the ones in the Bill Belichick tier won Super Bowls, and that's just like that's just a fact. And the one who did it has almost won a Super Bowl. Like has almost gotten yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, and his team is trending like upward somehow, which is, yeah. you know, usually that's like a peak for most people. So, trending mm-hmm. upward on paper. We'll see what happens when the playoffs come around. But, absolutely. And the guys in City loves me. They deserve it. They're either really good young coaches or they're really good coaches who aren't quite mm-hmm. Belichick tier. Yeah. They might be a little like their recent success or maybe they're trending down just a little, like mm-hmm. a Vrabel. But yeah, they're yeah. still really good. So if you're in those bottom two, you're pretty much safe. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Anything else? Lewis, you yeah. could go either way. You could go back up and not have a hot seat, or you could get the seat hotter. It just really depends. Mm-hmm. Those bottom three, or those top three tiers, so I would consider none of them safe. Better luck next year. Harbaugh's an interesting one, because I think people never. think he is, but I do, I do see a world where he's really not. And I don't think that world is like a crazy one. Yeah. All right, well... We got about a minute left left on this call here, so I think we should wrap Let's this wrap up the episode. Up. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, Vasant usually take the rest of the outro and then give well, me of so course, take of it. course. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we were gone for a bit, but we're back. We'll try and be. We're, I I do think we'll be more uh, consistent. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, maybe we'll have some cool collabs coming in the future with some yes, former some guests. guests will be coming on. So we'll see. We'll as see. We head to the last stretch of the year here. But thanks for listening, guys. Be easy. Be and, and stay creamy. There we <laughs> Stay creamy. Peace out, y'all. Peace out.